0: Chris Ashby joins me at uh, Rockingham for Media Day, Test Day, Season Launch, whatever you want to call it, for the Renault UK Clio Cup and for the Renault UK uh, Clio Juniors. Chris, good to see you. Cold again, as it was yesterday for the British Touring Car Championship Media Day at uh, Donington. But, yeah, everyone's getting set to go out on the track, and from the BARC's perspective... These couple of championships are just two that you run and operate, but they're really big as far as numbers, grids, and I know that you're very proud uh, as a club to operate these two championships.
1: Yeah, they're two of more than 30 championships that we operate and run, so it's kind of every championship's important. But yeah, yeah, these two, the Leclerc Junior, which is new for this year, it's, it's a really good initiative and it's kind of the brainchild of Will Fuchs, so credit to him for... Yeah, obviously, getting it, getting the go-ahead, and then bringing it to the, bringing it to the track. Um, yeah, these two championships have always been, or well, we think juniors will be popular. Cleo's speak for themselves that it's a great proving ground um, to to make the step up into touring cars and beyond. And um, the grid speak for themselves. It's another competitive grid this year for Cleo's um, and it's set to. So to really kind of produce some exciting racing, which it always does. Yeah,
0: it certainly does. I mean, these championships, as you said, great feeder championships, aren't they? But I love the way that someone like Renault and they look at the way that the the structure of motorsport seems to run from karting and then into something, uh, you know, the next step up, let's call it. And always affordable as well. You know, it's done in the right way because we all know that motorsport can be very expensive don't we yeah
1: that's the thing like it, it, it's, it's one of the really good things that Renault do it's kind of they've got the finance package that's uh, available for drivers to come in and, and, and utilise um, but from a bar perspective as well kind of we've made we're really working on trying to make sure that there's a clear kind of ladder to, to, the, to the pinnacle of the sport. Um, and that can start from the British Schools Karting Championship that we run, which is open to all kind of schools and colleges uh, around the UK. Um, and then from there, you can it, it, it's amazing what you can achieve. Kind of last year in the karting, we had Matt Luff uh, win a genetic scholarship. He finished third out of a ridiculous amount of drivers he's now in the Junior Championship and who knows where he'll go And it's so it's really positive to see that you know obviously in recent years the financial kind of crisis has been hit and miss for motorsport but it seems to me that everyone, everything's come out the other side of it in a really positive light and, and grid numbers are, are so strong I mean as you said we were at Donington Park yesterday for the British Touring Car Championship launch and third consecutive season in a row they've got a 32 car capacity grid and that's that's amazing you know it, it's testament to all the hard work that not only goes in from all the teams up and down all of our championships uh, and the drivers but also those that run them
0: yeah. uh, and really promoting it and, and ensuring that there's a good platform for everyone to compete exactly well we'll talk in depth about the british touring car championship in just a second because i suppose from the the barc's point of view that's pretty much a blue ribbon event or package isn't it but quickly going back again to the amount of championships that the BARC are, are behind Chris um, I think drivers are always told to diversify the type of driving that they do from karting to maybe coming into a, a Renault UK Junior Clio but looking at single seaters as well give yourself as many options as you possibly can um, and they're definitely there you can see that across the, the broad ranges of championships that you operate. Definitely I, I mean
1: we as a club are so proud of kind of the championships that we've all got, um, uh, it is amazing again, karting you can go into junior saloon cars, um, and there's the tin tops, we've got classic single-seaters that you can go down so if you've got a nostalgic standpoint you can go and race some really cool old school cars. And then you go from the the pinnacle of kind of touring cars to you can go to the heavyweight monsters of trucks. We've got pickups, we've got legends. It's it is such a
0: diverse kind of club and the championships that we have, and it's yeah. it's really cool to be a part of and see how they're all flourishing so well. And it's great, isn't it, as well when you feel the BARC that you operate that amount of championships or you're you're involved with them. Sometimes uh, a direction that a driver or Feels that they would like to go and doesn't always work out, and then they can look sideways and there seems to be another championship that they either can afford to get into or they think, well, let's give that a go instead. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Just I mean, jump around.
1: Yeah, and it's also for those that maybe if it hasn't worked out and one, then you know it's nice that they've they've got the confidence in the club as as the BARC to kind of think well we haven't perhaps done what we'd like to achieve or it hasn't worked out here but let's have a look at what other championships the club has to offer and let's remain in the kind of the families as as such it's a bit of a cliche kind of thing to say but yeah so it's really nice that we kind of (coughs) have drivers just sticking with us
0: year on year uh, and their feedback's nothing but positive as well let's just interrupt the interview for a second with regards to the barc and what it does because i don't think everyone understands sometimes what the barc do at let's call it a motorsport event a championship or a race meeting try and give someone an idea of your involvement in within a typical race weekend so let's call it let's let's say a british touring car round at brands hatch how are the barc involved well, it's kind of, it starts well before we even <laughs> arrive at a track on, let's say, a Thursday or a
1: Friday. For, well, for us, it's normally a Friday. Um, we're kind of... Bark is kind of the foothold behind Toka, to an extent, so we are... We have an intense... Well, a huge stake in the British Touring Car Championship, so... And it, it's our jewel in the crown, so to speak. Um, our role is kind of... So we... Put in place. So yeah, obviously fans will kind of just arrive on the Saturday and the Sunday, and it's all laid out. And ready to go. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's, it's it's all go. But a lot of work starts months in in advance, and it's kind of so from our perspective. So for me personally, I will just kind of help promote the championship, um, and obviously when we go to our own circuits, Fruxton and Croft will really ramp it up there. Um, but we've got uh, a great team back at Fruxton HQ. Um, so we've got uh, a marshal secretary, so she's responsible for putting all of the marshals uh, down uh, and making sure that they're of the uh, of the relevant skill set and obviously able to, to attend the events are there on hand to make sure the event can even go ahead because without the marshals, you know, there is no kind of barrier of safety to an extent of, you know, calling calling people into action. Um, and then also, like, the officials being put in place, obviously for touring cars it's quite there's a stricter uh, kind of a, it's all a regiment uh, amount of people that are there they're, they're there for the whole season but so that yeah so we'll have kind of things like um, clerks of the course we'll appoint that Ian Watson uh, is the clerk of the course for this um, and yeah so it's kind of we, we put all the, the key players
0: in place and then we just make it to each, actually yeah. operate that event it is like I mean an analogy is like a football match or something you are the VARC the ref, the referees yeah. the officials the people behind the stadium really making sure that safety yeah. is in place when the game or the event is taking place you're always there with like you say with, with marshals and with stewards and you organise everything else plus again the whole marketing side around that event as well as with regards to media and ticket sales the whole lot. Yeah,
1: I mean luckily for us touring cars and toker package as a whole kind of, it's such a great package that it sells itself so um, but obviously like I said Foxton and Croft are our BARC owned venues so when we go to those uh, tracks it's kind of I'll become more of a kind of I'll become more involved within it to an extent in just helping, that making sure we get as many people through the gates and they have a great experience Um, but yeah so we kind of we kind of just oversee it
0: and uh, and make sure everything runs as smoothly as possible. But well, I so say you do it very very well. You touched on the circuits that uh, are owned by the BARC: Thruxton, Croft. Again, championships, rallycross and stuff like that. Various other championships take place across the UK. A, a number of circuits, Chris. Give us an idea of how many the BARC are involved in the type of motorsport you'd expect to see at those venues. <laughs> um, obviously, I know it's the longest. Yeah. <laughs> how long have we got? Um, it's it, yeah,
1: we've got obviously all of our circuits will operate during the season, obviously the marquee events are British touring cars, but even like this Sunday at Croft Circuit, we've got the Rallycross Championship kicking off for a new year, and that's going to be hugely, that's hugely exciting. So places like Croft and Pembury to an extent, we have Rallycross there. Um, Superbikes will headline up at Fruxton, uh, and then in between we've got a number of club events. So not only the BARC, but other clubs that operate in the country with their championships, they'll arrive um, for weekends or days uh, uh, and run the circuits that way, um, or use the circuits. Uh, and then also we have a number of kind of smaller clubs like the Northwest Motorcycles in Darlington. They're, they kind of operate across quite a bit. So, yeah, it's kind of not just the big events that will go to our circuits. We have a whole heap of um, championships. And, and again, it goes back to the diversity kind of thing. Of,
0: it's such a, a broad spectrum of championships. Right, and sick, but that's great, not yeah. just for teams, drivers, but obviously for the spectators as well. And let's come around to the British Touring Car Championship, which really did kick off. Yesterday for 2017 with the media test day at uh, Donington, it is the BARC's big one, isn't it? The, the the premier event, but it it goes as everyone was saying yesterday from strength to strength. It's a it's a fantastic package, isn't
1: it? The numbers speak for themselves. I think uh, 32 cars, five former champions, five manufacturer outfits, 16 previous race winners. Like it goes on and on. It's it is ridiculous how. Kind of what this channel, like. I think we, we've got nearer to the we've gone back towards the, the latter stages of the Super Touring era now where we're really kind of pushing the boundaries on, on drivers um, and manufacturers that are there it's, it's such an open grid this year it's I think it's a guessing game yeah, again as yeah, far like as race
0: results are concerned th- isn't it yeah
1: I mean we had the test session um, the other day and it was kind of you never really know who's doing what, what on weight and tyres, but you, you can't call it. Brand, I think Brands Hatch qualifying is going to be the most open, wide open qualifying session I would have ever seen. It's, and um, when you factor in the things like RML, the new RML parts, obviously everyone's running it, the new tyres, it's 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 up for grabs and picking a winner's never been more, more difficult. I mean, last year we had eight drivers going into the final
0: round. And, I wouldn't even want to put a number on what we'll, what we'll go to. What they could be at the, yeah. end, the end of the championship this year. Well, excellent stuff, Chris. A, a small insight, but hopefully a, a, an idea of exactly what you get up to at the BARC. Um, website wise because again I know all of the details about what you do as a club where you're operating the championships that you're operating and the venues that's all at the website isn't it
1: yeah www.bark.net you'll find all the information on there about all of our championships venues uh, the events um, uh, and kind of everything from timetables to entry lists for for all of our championships and all of our events Um, as the season goes on we'll all be on there um, it's kind of a, a good little hub and you're
0: all over social media and I mean that in the, the nicest way possible I mean but it is so broad yeah. isn't it so again what would the what would the links be as far as Facebook Twitter are concerned
1: uh, just facebook.com uh, forward slash Bark and then um, at official B-A-R-C-H-Q for uh, Twitter and same for Instagram as well um, but yeah we're, we're all over it um, we've got some cool stuff in the pipeline as well coming soon which will be We're looking to launch in the next couple of weeks, so that'll be interesting. Um, But, yeah, we're all set
0: for for another brilliant season, hopefully. Excellent stuff. Well, all the best to you, Chris, to to the whole of the BARC team and everyone that you get involved. Again, we have to say, I suppose, as well, Chris, because, again, the marshals and everyone that is there on race day we take our hats off to them because a lot of them are volunteers they do it because they love the motorsport and motorsport wouldn't happen without them so all the best to them and all the guys here from from Renault for their test and uh, media day Chris good catch up with you here at Rockingham thank you cheers